Hello, and welcome to Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Kaylin, and today we're talking... What are we talking about today? <laughs> today we're doing mail time uh, and let housekeeping. Let me try that again. No, no, we'll save this. What? Right, this is, <laughs> no! This is, this is no! live. Live reactions. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Hello, and welcome to Kids Get Acquainted with the Internet, a Girl Meets World podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Caitlin, and today's special hiatus podcast is entitled Mail Time Strikes Back. Yeah, so we're doing another, just, you know, sort of fun, casual hiatus podcast. Because I don't know when Girl Meets World is ever coming back. I don't think it is. This is all lies. It comes back March 27th, everyone. But that's a lot of days away. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we don't even know when the next one is after that. It's in April, probably, but is it the beginning of April, end of April, who knows? Maybe. Um, Maybe it's in August. But hopefully the events of first date will be so earth-shattering that we'll have, <laughs> we'll have months of discussions based around it. An earth-shattering first date. <laughs> I also have been waiting for this like finale to happen, because so, I have so many things I want to do about like reviewing the season as a whole, and like talking about mm-hmm. season one of Boy Meets World versus it and stuff. I'll be very excited. Yeah. Um, However, we should also mention why Keith isn't here today. Because, because... he's a loser. Damn, that's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> Keith's not here today because he's far away at college and Dan's closer to me than Keith. Mm-hmm. Both in friendship and in distance. <laughs> I'm uh, the favorite. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're just, we're podcasting in person at uh, Caitlin's dorm, and uh, hopefully the audio isn't terrible. The acoustics aren't fantastic in here. I'm trying to save on my room, Your man. room is the worst place ever, and I hate it here. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I mean it's a little messy today, I guess. <laughs> no, it's nice. Uh, we're sitting on the ground. It's the best way to podcast. All right, so yes. we're moving into recommendations, right? Yes, we are. All right, Why don't you go first, Dan. Okay, well, what first, do you recommend this week? First, for people who have not listened to Hiatus Podcast in a while, what we like to do during Hiatus Podcasts are recommend things, be they television, music, TV shows, blah 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 blah, uh, that we think you'll like. And that I know that we enjoy to show our personal tastes. <laughs> and uh, Caitlin thinks I'm a wacko. I'm just letting and... Dan talk this week. <laughs> I'm just going to let him go with it. All right, so what I'm recommending to my fellow men and women of the Kigawi Nation. Say that again. What I am recommending <laughs> to the, uh, the men Are... and women of the Kigawi Nation. No, like, don't say it. No, I am going to say it. <laughs> the Kigawi Nation. What I'm recommending this week <laughs> is uh, a TV show that I've been rewatching recently. Um, it's called Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I figured I'd also bring this up as I don't think we've podcasted since the big Spider-Man Marvel news popped up. Ooh. Um, yes. So if you're a Spider-Man fan, to me, I would... Which we both are. Yes. <laughs> Keith is not, because Keith's a loser. Yes, as we've established <laughs> earlier. Um, um, so to me, um, this is exactly the kind of show, the format of the show is what I'd love them to sort of use as a blueprint for the movies going forward. It's my favorite Spider-Man TV show. It's I understand for a lot of people, the animation style would push you away from it to begin with. It's purposely very simple because that makes it so that the animation can be incredibly fluid and incredibly fast-paced, uh, which I think makes the choreography of the fight scenes really great, but it's also very simplistic, so a lot of people don't like it, which I get. But the storylines are awesome. I One thing that I really love about the show is that within the first 22 minutes, you meet 10 different villains, but they're not the villains yet. So, like, you have, like, the first two people that Spider-Man defeats 
are just random robbers, but one of them's wearing a green striped shirt and becomes Sandman like five episodes later. One of them is wearing like a gray hoodie. He becomes Rhino later. You have <laughs> Eddie Brock as his old as Peter's older colleague friend, who you know a season later becomes Venom, and you get to know him and like him, and he has a big arc before he becomes Venom. And that's really cool. You have uh, Doctor Octopus being the uh, sort of little stoogie guy of Norman Osborn. They're all it's all organic. It's not like shoving it in your face, but they also you know have these big story arcs watch like every episode i also the other reason i really like the show is because they sort of take your expectations from other spider-man properties and throw them on their head because so you'll have things like oh peter you know he has the black costume he's gonna try to go to the he's gonna end up at the church and the bells are gonna ring and it's gonna come off of him and he's gonna go to venom that doesn't work in this in this show he goes there it starts working and then it doesn't work he has to find a different way to get rid of it and that's really cool also you have stuff like when the green goblin first shows up it's sort of a mystery whether he's Harry or Norman. They play with your expectations. You don't know which one of it it is. And so that's like, there's a lot of really fun things like that. And it's funny, and it's awesome, and I love it. And I'm my family, I don't know. Who's the the (laughs) voice actor for Spider-Man? I don't know, actually. I should look that up. I don't know who the voice actors. I I also love the way they do Gwen, and they they have like almost... Ultimate is uh, Drake Bell, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, No. (laughs) No, it should not be. Yeah, I don't know. I really like him. I really like the way they do Gwen here. She's sort of just the nerdy, sciencey friend that is in love with him, and he doesn't get it because he's a guy. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's adorable. I'm a big Gwen fan. So. Yeah, yeah, and they Maybe have. I'll give this a shot. They have Mary Jane in it, but it's she's not like the love interest really. Good. She's just like in the comics. Where not she's a Mary like, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they even have like you know Betty Brant's in there and Black Cat and everybody, and yeah, it's just really fun. What it, wait, so what, what is Felicia's um, full name? Felicia Hardy? Yeah. I mean, okay, because they, they always give her, like, these really funny nicknames sometimes. Like, in one, people, like, refer to her as Party Hardy. <laughs> I don't, I I don't remember that. what comic that is, but um, so I was I, just wondering if they did anything Black like that. Black Cat's actually sort of interesting in this show. Cause do they, they make they jokes her... about her being Catwoman in the show? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. They, they do might... that in um, Amazing. Yeah. It's funny, because, so... Black Cat is actually, it also, the one sad thing with the show is that I got canceled before its time because it got, it was running right when Marvel bought Disney, when Disney bought Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so Disney was like, because it had been being made by Sony. Yes. And when Disney bought Marvel, Disney got the TV rights of Spider-Man. So Ultimate Spider-Man, the cartoon, mm-hmm. is done by Disney. So they canceled Sp- the Spectacular Spider-Man because they wanted to make their own show. So black, Disney. so black cat, <laughs> black cat did not get as much as she should have. But oh. she basically comes in, and you don't know anything about her backstory. She's just like oh. a interesting, mysterious cat burglar, and uh, you you never actually. So learn did she not story. take the um, super super soldier serum? She has some sort of powers, but oh. you don't know how she has them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's not just like actual cat woman. No. <laughs> Um, so that's, it's, in, it's interesting. I also love that they sort of, they don't, like, a lot of, like, some of the episodes are like, oh, I guess one villain, but a lot of times they're weaving multiple villains throughout an episode, and he's, like, dealing with one over here, and then dealing with the other one over there. Interesting. I think it's fun. <laughs> yes, okay, so we've talked a lot about Spider-Man, let's go to your thing, <laughs> so we can get to Girl Mates World, because people probably want to hear us talk okay. about that. Okay, my recommendation this week is the first half of Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> It recently won an Oscar, right? Yes, yes quite a few did. of them, actually. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I only saw the first half, I'm sorry. <laughs> because, but it's based. On, it's loosely based on Adam West. 
Um, well, yeah, I guess, but it's also Michael Keaton played Batman in the 1989 Batman, and he's the main character in this, so it's kind of based on Michael Keaton's life to a degree. It's mm-hmm. also sort of based on Nicolas Cage's career to a slight <laughs> degree, which is kind of interesting. There's um, a lot of things being played with. Yeah. Um, but tell the backstory of why you only recommend the first half. <laughs> only recommend the first half, because for the first time, Keith and I going to the movies in a really long time, because Keith doesn't like to see movies in the theater. Well, okay, let's, let's clarify. It's like five years since Okay, it's been not here. been five years. I'm pretty sure it's been five no, years. No, okay. It, okay, no, it hasn't been five years, because he was in college. Okay. Uh, was I in college? <laughs> I thought it was 2010. I thought we established that it was 2010 when you asked I me. think the last thing we saw in theaters was when Lion King came All out. Alright, keep, keep telling the story. I'm going to look up Lion King 3D. Okay, because that came out after Toy Story 3, right? Yeah. Okay, so anyways... So I finally get Keith to go to the movies with me, which I've been wanting to do for a while. And we go to see Birdman. I paid for the tickets. You know, I was just like, I was very adamant about getting out of the house. <laughs> so we see the first half of Birdman. And then suddenly we see these, like, white lights flashing. We're like, we saw the white light. <laughs> this part of the movie. And then the movie stops. But it's still dark. And we're confused. And then this, like, announcement comes over the PA system that uh, the movie theater's being evacuated. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so we leave. Okay. <laughs> and we're waiting. Clarification. Lion King 3D came out in 2011. There you go. It's <laughs> not been five years. Been four years. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> but where was I in my story? Oh, so we leave the movie theater. And we're waiting outside because they're like, do we get to finish our movie? <laughs> we don't know what's happening. We think it was something that had to do with the building that's connected to the movie theater, mm-hmm. and I think that's a restaurant. I think they just like set off the alarm or something, the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so then they announced that we, they will not be reopening that night. <laughs> but I left my hat inside. Oh. So I was like, no, I love that hat. I wear it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very warm, and mm-hmm. it's winter here. I recommend hats, guys. Guys, it is cold. <laughs> <laughs> we're also four inches away from breaking the... No, no, we're not. We're one inch away, I think. Whoa. So we will break the ultimate record. <laughs> yeah, of snowiest winter in history in Boston. Nice. Not a record I was looking for <laughs> this winter. But anyways, then they let us back in there, and they told us that if we next time we come back to the theater that we can just show them our ticket from the evacuated night. And but get you, it for free. But you do recommend the first half. I you do recommend what you saw. Yes, I did. I, I really enjoyed it, and I really want to finish it. <laughs> so hopefully that'll happen the next time that Keith and I are hanging out. Yeah, so look forward to uh, four years from now for giving me the review of Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about Girl Meets World a little bit. <laughs> All right. Now that you've heard my sob story, everyone. Yes. All right. So next we're going to talk about the description of Girl Meets First Date that came out, right? That's the next on the list? Yep. All right. I have the description here. I'm going to bring it on up. All right. So we're going to read the description here that I'm reading it from at bmwsequel.com. And so they say that the description of Girl Meets First Date is, Lucas asks for Corey's permission to go on a date with Riley, to which he agrees as long as Maya and Fargo go with him. It's interesting, to say the least. I mean, okay, so we're going to say, yeah, the episode comes out at the end of the month. Yeah. So we're just going off of description that we're getting from a very reputable Girl Meets World fan page. Yes. So, yeah, well, okay, so we we, we have some thoughts about this description. It does not in any way indicate 
what we fe- we're not assuming the episode will be any certain way because of the description because the description is a description and does not really encompass the full show. Yes. But we are going to talk about this as a piece of news. And as far as this description goes, I thought it was kind of silly and was not a huge fan of it. Yeah. Specifically because, not because uh, of how Corey is acting or because of the group date aspect, but because of Lucas asking Corey's permission before talking to Riley. Yeah. Like, first of all, that just makes... Okay, I get that Riley is very obvious that she likes Lucas. Yeah. However, you still have to ask the girl if she wants to go out on a date. Like, yeah. you, and preferably before you ask her dad. Like, mm. you, the old-fashioned idea of asking with parents anyway, I'm going to set that aside right now. Yeah. If you're going to do that, make sure she wants to go out on the date first. Well, especially because they've established that she wasn't ready to go on a date. Yeah, because yeah. they and say they're in pack. seventh grade yeah. and they're not ready, which makes it kind of funny that at the end, yeah. that this is the finale, <laughs> and they're still in seventh grade. Yeah. So, okay, so first of all, I want to say, like, yes, okay, being old-fashioned and super polite like this is in Lucas's character up till now. Um, you know, he's very old-fashioned and polite, and so it does sort of make sense. I think that, for me, just... Uh, and, okay, I don't know how people currently in other cultures or other parts of the country or the world react and whether this is real for them. And, you know, maybe it really is still like this in Texas. But when I read it, it just felt super unrealistic that I have never heard of, or when I was a 7th grader or since then, a 7th grade boy being this polite and going to a parent before <laughs> asking the girl on date. And I, to me, it just felt like, I was like, why can't it just be that Riley has to talk to her dad, that he asks Riley out, mm-hmm. and then Riley has to talk to her dad, and that her dad's super overprotective and wants a group yeah. date. Like, like, when my sister was young, when she wanted to date someone in eighth grade, my parents were like, we don't want you to date people until high school. And she was like, well, I'm going to date people, blah, blah, blah. And so they are like, okay, well, if you're going Dan's to... Dan's sister was super she, rebellious. She was super rebellious. <laughs> um, but she was, you know, they're like, if you're going to do it, you have to do a group date. You have So, like, that all seems believable. The overprotectiveness, the group date aspect. Though, as you pointed out... What is the difference between a normal Girl Meets World episode if Farkle and and Maya go on the date with them? Yeah. I mean, it would have been like, oh, like that's really cute and super special. They're finally like actually having time with yeah. their first. Like, there was Girl Meets Boy, yeah. but this is like where they're actually acknowledging that they like each other. Awkward edit. Okay, so here's the dealio. You might have noticed this podcast is like 15, 16 minutes, and uh, that's not exactly what we were aiming for. So... We had ourselves some technical difficulties. We, Caitlin and I, recorded a over-hour podcast yesterday uh, that was very enjoyable, and I think we had some witty comments, um, and we read a bunch of your tweets and your mails and your emails at gmwpodcast.gmail.com, and uh, it was really great. And then we finished the recording, and we looked at the recording device, and it... (laughs) We had screwed up, and uh, I didn't notice that 16 minutes in, it said that the data was full, the SD card had filled up, we had forgotten to clean it out from previous podcasts. So we screwed up, we were very upset, and unfortunately we were recording late enough at night that we could not go back and re-record. We also just, you know, going back and redoing a bunch of emails and trying to have some sort of reaction that isn't really stilted didn't seem like it was going to happen that night so we decided we're going to go back and reread these emails because we're super super thankful for these emails you know they had some really great feedback this week and we definitely do want to include your thoughts 
so next week when we are able to find time again now that you know i'm working and everything's so busy it's hard to find time but we will find time next week to go back and do those mails again um and so i was trying to think i was like well will i just like delete what we have it's 16 minutes of pure gold we can't just get rid of it so i figured you know i did promise a podcast this week and this is super mini podcast but i thought 16 minutes is better than nothing right so this is part one um, and so Mail Time Strikes Back Part 2 will be coming next week as we go through and answer those emails. And if you want to be part of Mail Time Strikes Back Part 2 and uh, maybe give us a little bit more fresh thoughts to talk about instead of having to completely rehash things, hopefully we can get uh, Keith in so that he can add new elements to us rereading emails we've already talked about. But if you want to be part of Mail Time Strikes Back Part 2, please email us at gmwpodcast at gmail.com or go on gmwpodcast.wordpress.com, click the little Contact Us button, and uh, you can send us email there. Also, tweets are super welcome at gmwpodcast on Twitter. Uh, we had some really cool topics to talk about this week, and we'll talk about them next week. Thank you for listening, uh, and please check us out on iTunes. Please rate us and review us, and I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. We will pay special attention next time um, to make sure this does not happen again, because believe me, we are not happy about it either. So thank you for listening, and Mail Time Strikes Back will turn next week. Will Caitlin and Keith ever finish Birdman? Will we ever learn how to use technology? Will First Date ever actually air? Time can only tell. Check us out next time. Bye, guys. Bye.